Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Welcome to Bravo Happy Hour. I'm your host, Megan O'Donnell. Grab yourself a drink and join me while I break down the week in Bravo TV news. Welcome to Bravo Happy Hour. I'm your host, Megan O'Donnell, and today's episode is blessed with the presence of Taria Faison, who is the host of two podcasts. One is Tales from a Butterfly, which is all about the journey through self-improvement, and the second is the What Else is Going On podcast, which focuses on the intersection between pop culture and reality. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Megan. I'm so excited to be here uh, actually talking to you. As I said earlier, I always have conversations with you. You just don't hear them, and today you get to hear that. (laughs) Well, I'm really excited because you guys, we've been on the phone for 22 minutes thus far, (laughs) bullshitting about nothing. Um, So I have a sick feeling that this is going to be a very good episode. (laughs) I'm excited. I'm excited too. She's had me laughing too. And like you said, when you can tell, I love to laugh and I think laughter brings people together. So I'm listening to you cracking up and it's just like, okay, we're going to do this and have fun. And you guys, I'm going on the What Else is Going On podcast next yes. week. I don't know when that yep. comes out, but tune into that as well. And I will let you know the date because I actually wrote down date so I don't get all confused. I'm like, so yours will be, I think, in about a week and a half, probably less time, but I'll let you know for sure. Cool. But I yeah. can't wait to have you on. Yay. Yes, I can't wait. I haven't been on another person's podcast in a while. And I always say I'm a better guest than I am host of my own show because guests, like, I caught man, I'm fun I'm yes. off the cuff whereas like when I'm hosting I'm like okay I didn't get this fucking beat I forgot right. that thing <laughs> that I should have said three stories ago Jesus oh it's so funny good. because I've heard you say that but I, and of course I love your podcast and I also like hearing you on others too so when I when I see that you're on another one I'm like oh Megan okay but I doing this now I never guessed it on a podcast before until I started this one and you are right Megan it is like oh Easy breezy showing up. Boom. I'm like, (laughs) turn on the Zoom. So I'm like, so you're telling me all I have to do is watch Bravo? Right. Okay. Like, I would love that. Honestly, if I could, like, go back two years ago where I was just like a Bravo viewer, it was so fun. And now I'm like, (laughs) I'm so inundated in the nitty gritty. I'm in the comment section of like shit blogs. And I'm like, what am I doing with my life? This is. I guess this is life I'm choosing. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. I'm with you. 
So we don't really recap shows on this show, but I definitely wanted to touch on what happened on the Real Housewives of Potomac this week. We had the epic fight between Monique and Candace that they have been teasing for months on the show, in addition to us like reporting on it for months. First, it was the news that there was a fight. And then there was the news, there was a lawsuit, two lawsuits. And then it was, the lawsuits have both been dropped. Yes. And, And here we are. And what is your take? Are you taking sides? Tell me what you think. So I'm trying to be, uh, trying to list all the facts because I feel like I'm normally pretty good at, even if I love a housewife, still kind of saying, hey, they were wrong. And it's no secret that for people who listen to my podcast or people who listen to me talk whenever, wherever I am about Potomac, that I have not necessarily been the biggest fan of Monique. So I didn't want to immediately say, oh, I'm on Candace's side because truth be told, I didn't necessarily care for Candace's antics off screen. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm liking Candace more, but I have to say, I'm sad that their friendship seems to have gone like beyond repair because I, I honestly liked them together. And I have to be honest too, you know, no, fighting, no, it doesn't solve anything. However, I know that there's times when you can get backed into a corner or feel like you're backed into a corner, get in that situation. So my only issue with Monique with this fight is the reason she's saying the fight happened. I think she's lying about the fight. I mean, when you think about, like you said, we've been reading about it for like a year, all of the blogs, the interviews led with Monique saying, Candace threw a wine glass at me and then I fought her. And it's like, well, no, you had some issues with her before and you flicked her hair three times and the wine flew out of the wine glass when you grabbed her hair and the jaws of life death grip money with money Mayweather so like that's my issue I would rather her just say I had had it she was running her mouth and I'm done but do you remember season three it was season three Candace's first episode and Candace oh, and yeah. Monique they went remember when they met and went out they were and- like Yes, yes. Like, just, like <laughs> screaming and like, I, kept, I think Ashley was like, oh, who, like someone yes. stops these chihuahuas and get them the fuck out of here. And what did Monique say in her confessional? She said, oh, I like her, but she gets close to you like she's going to hit you. And I'm like, girl, I'm going to have to hit you back. And I was yeah. like, oh, well, you manifested that. <laughs> yes, foreshadowing. So I think that's where I am with Monique because even now she's still, she tweeted she punched her because of the wine glass. And what's so funny, Megan, talking about comments, someone, people are commenting, well, technically that's true. She didn't punch her until after the wine glass. I'm like, but the wine glass came because of the hair pull. Are you crazy? So that's where I am. I feel, and I, oh, and I heard Candace on the Daily Dish with Bravo. And she did say that the two Chris's had been in contact in the last month. And that, but she said she wouldn't share what they talked about. However, they've been in contact. And I thought that was rather interesting because as we see, Chris Samuels really made it clear. I like Candace and Chris. You could look at both sides in a million different lenses and think like, oh, Candace is in the wrong. Monique is in the wrong. But, you know, Candace was being incredibly annoying and really yes. poking the bear and poking the bear and poking the bear and then the second Monique started flicking the hair I was like oh this is when it's gonna go down and like I don't know it's kind of like when Kenya and who was it and Portia, Portia at the reunion 
we're fighting with each other and Kenya has a megaphone in her face and yes. she's like I don't understand I didn't do anything I'm just sitting here it's like no you're screaming at her through a megaphone if you don't think she's going to react to that then you're crazy you're crazy right and- I just am kind of conflicted about it. And I I think I have to rewatch the episode too. But I wonder, do you think that this does have to do with the trainer and Sharice and Candace being friends and the two of them kind of like saying this gossip about her with this trainer? I don't know. And see, here's the thing. I, I feel like that's what Monique would want us to believe because first of all, Monique, we would not have even known about these rumors had you not brought up Sharice because Sharice is not on the show. So it's not like Sharice. So we wouldn't have known, but she brings up the rumors and she says that Candace got close to Sharice. Well, we all know in real life, in quotes, even though this is, you know, real life, but (laughs) her best friend, her ex-best friend of 20 years that was on the first season with her um, in some scenes, she started the rumor. And I find it interesting that both Candace and Monique has said this on their lives, IG lives. Cause it's like, okay, I get wanting to know the background, but are you guys going to be telling every, like, it's mm-hmm. a lot like when you're doing two hour lives, but they both said that Monique, when she went to Candace and said, Hey, these rumors are being said about me. Candace was like, I know. And Monique was like, Oh, you know? And she's like, yeah, but I didn't say anything to you because Chris, basically we don't believe them. So we're not going to, you know, we didn't want to perpetuate it or whatever, or like make you upset or whatever. And Monique says, well, I want to serve her ex best friend with a cease and desist. Will you sign something? So Candace signed whatever it is that you have to sign when I guess you want to serve uh when you have maybe I don't know if it's a witness or whatever don't quite know how they work but she signed um Candace signed something she served her best friend with a cease and desist now here's my thing if Sharice was really doing all that talking Sharice is not on the show because I know you can't sue your castmate but why didn't she serve Sharice with a cease and desist and why would you have Candace if Candace supposedly is buddying up to Sharice and Sharice is the one spreading rumors why then would you have Candace sign a cease and desist on your behalf to serve the real person so that's why I don't think that the fight is exactly what it's about and I truly think when Candace said at that dinner for Ashley I didn't know you and Sharice were upset upset like that I mean just two or three weeks prior to that there's a, f- a picture of them floating around. They were all together. So how did that get so bad in three weeks that you're physically fighting her and but you're making your storyline a man at Candace because Candace is friends with Sharice. And let's not forget Monique's hot mic moment when she walks up to her laughing oh, yeah. and was like, I had to do it. I knew you were going to be mad at me. We're going to talk off camera. It's like, okay, Monique. So what and is it? Yes. And then just one last caveat. I'm sorry, but I want to get this out to you because I want your thoughts. So that when they went to Andy Cohen's baby shower, I get Candace, Robin, Ashley, uh, Karen and Giselle. And afterwards they went to dinner and then um, Karen has since said it was Giselle that said, hey, for next season, let's say that Monique's youngest child isn't Chris's. Candace said she felt really awkward because she's friends with Monique. So she just said, Um, that's never going to work. That baby looks nothing like him hoping the conversation would move on. So, but she didn't tell Monique because she felt like it's dead and squashed, but then Giselle wanted to, uh, cause Giselle wanted to bring it up at the reunion. And I guess producer stopped it. 
So how then, Megan, could she sit and film? For someone that has four homes, you more than likely <laughs> probably don't need the money. So how could you sit and film with Giselle when she was going at, wanting to go after your family and actually plotting, allegedly, but you're fighting Candace because you're saying she's friends with a woman who is allegedly spreading rumors about you? Like, I don't know if I could do that. It just doesn't make sense. And Monique said, well, I was just doing my job. I'm like, this woman allegedly went after your family. Like, that's a lot. I kind of think Giselle is kind of like a Kyle Richards. She's like in people's ear. They started the season where Giselle and Monique were like BFFs, like planning the baby shower together. Like all of a sudden it was like, wait, wait, wait. Like, when did this happen? Last season, you guys were not cool. And now this, and it just seems like Monique kind of wants to be like, I think like in the cool girl club, which oh is like God. the yes, green eyed bandits, even yes. though like, I don't think they're cool. Like I think she wants to be with them rather yep. than Candace and, you know, Kern Huger like is in her <laughs> own little world, but I think she really wants their approval. And so at a certain point, she's like going to go and be down and say anything. And I think Giselle really does stir the pot. She's the one who brought the conversation of the trainer up on screen. Like we wouldn't know about it if it weren't for her testimonial. And also coming from Giselle, who is like, honey, you can't throw stones in any situation. Like you came on this show saying cheater, cheater, pumpkin eater. eater. And now you're back with him. And now you're like, oh, well, she's a cheater. She's a cheater. It's like, well, are cheaters okay or not okay? Because clearly (laughs) you can forgive. So why couldn't Chris forgive her if she wanted to cheat? Who fucking cares? Like, you know what? That's a good point, Megan. That's right. If, if, if you can forgive, why, why? Right. That's a good. And she was upset when they were asking about Jamal. Remember at Candace's Cinnamon Diamonds? Yeah, that's a good point. Potomac's real good this season, real juicy. I can't like watch as the shows are going out just because I don't have like live cable. By like Wednesday, I'm ready to start watching Bravo during the week because like it's just too much where I'm like, I'm also like rewatching Gilmore Girls from the start, which is very- Oh, that's cool. Embarrassing. (laughs) I know it's not. I loved them. Rory and I love that. Lorelai. It's so good. It's so good. I want to like, I wish I could start a Gilmore Girls podcast. Like that would be so much fun. That'd be my dream. But I think they already exist. And also like, like eight seasons of 22 episodes. (laughs) I literally no time anyways. But Potomac is like always the one I go to first. I would say like Potomac, Below Deck Med. Yeah. And Roni's Dunzo. Womp womp. Actually, wait, what's, oh, what's, oh my God, OC comes revealed. back. Oh yeah, is it next week or is it, is it's it? next week, right? I know it's like very soon. October 7th, oh my God, this yeah. fucking week. There's no buzz around it, which is actually a great segue into some okay. OC mess. Okay, I'm ready. So obviously kelly dodd has been incredibly ignorant throughout the entire coronavirus she is about to wed next weekend a fox news correspondent so if you don't think her facts are potentially biased come at me yeah so she was recently at a plastic surgeon's office maskless and was like hey doc like in that annoying like horrific yes piercing voice she was like tell the followers like what you think about wearing masks and he's like um you know wearing masks like like these kinds won't help you it was like a more flimsy one he's like but if you wear the n95s that'll really help you and she turns to the camera and she's like pants don't contain a fart so it's basically the same thing so why do we have to wear masks (laughs) like i was livid because i'm i was like she is the covid clown that is (laughs) 
her new name. And second of all, nobody's asking your opinion. Like almost like one of those people who, if you knew you were right the first time you went to a doctor and cause I think she did something similar before would have been enough. But when you don't think that when, when you might not kind of be sure you're trying to convince people, you, you continually seek people out to agree with you. Like we don't, you think we're going to take your advice? The same person who said <laughs> you're the masters and we're all the puppets get out of here. Like we're no, no, she said, you're the puppet. No. What'd she say? You're yeah. You're the masters and we are the pup. Whatever she said, she said it backwards. God, <laughs> now I sound like Kelly. Oh my God. Rewind. <laughs> are but you kidding? That way, is like the definition of how my brain works. Like full yeah, dyslexia constantly. <laughs> I'm like, Oh, that's what she said. She goes, yeah. She was trying to call somebody a puppet master and called them basically the, the puppet and everyone else masters. And I'm like, you do realize you said that wrong. Right. So, but it just annoyed me that she felt the need to do that. If you don't want to wear a mask as disgusting as it is, you don't wear one, but to put that on your platform and to spread that information and get people riled up. It's like, you know what you're going to cause when you do that. Why are you going to do that? Somebody reported her wedding date you know, for the 10, 10 mm-hmm. and a, a commenter commented and was like, Oh my God, I was no, my fiance and I were going to get married on that date too. And she said, congratulations. Um, and I'm thinking, did you not see no, were, no. you know, so then I comment back, commented back is COVID going to be the bridesmaid or the maid of honor? Oh my God. Which I literally think I respond, saw this but- post. <laughs> I think I saw it. <laughs> I was like, I just wanted to know, but I think what she's doing is also dangerous, but also we have to know that we cannot take information from Kelly Dodd. I don't care what doctor she's talking to. (laughs) Well, Andy Cohen actually went on his radio show and basically said the same thing. He said, I think that her posts show how woefully uninformed we all are and what a horrible job this administration has done to inform us about this disease. We are now eight months into this and we are chasing our tails and they're giving us completely contradictory information. And concurrently, if you are going to Kelly Dodd for advice about what to do in the face of coronavirus, there is a big problem. I think that, you know, you should consult your doctor, do some research and maybe don't consult your plastic surgeon. Flat back. Right. But and I but I kind of felt I kind of wish he had directed it to her. Like, Mm. um, Kelly, you you know, but at this and and then I started thinking, like, I was really irritated by his response, like, call her out, do something. Then some people raised the point, like maybe he's letting her hang herself, if you will. Like I think it's gonna be a rough season for her. I think the viewers are really gonna struggle with the way she's been handling all of this. Like say what you will about how you feel about the coronavirus. Like there is just like a general lack of respect for people when people are dying, like casual 200,000 Americans are dying. Like, you know, you look at something like 9-11 where I don't know, maybe three, 4,000 people passed away. Like it was a horrific national tragedy for our country, but this is equally as damaging and has happened at such a rapid pace and it it is not stopping anytime soon. She's not looking at it from a national disaster kind of standpoint. She's really just saying like, it's a flu. It's a flu. Yes. In a way, if you can't help cure this flu, then it's just going to get worse and worse and worse and and being completely disrespectful of flying rules and masks. And she's almost a million followers. You can't lead with such ignorance and you can be an ignorant fuck, but just don't do it on the internet. Right. Do right. that with your people in Orange County where she says 
Well, nobody in Orange County has coronavirus. Well, I probably would like to see some numbers because I have a crazy feeling that someone in a, like in a big city has it. Oh, well, so here's so Megan, my son graduated um, high school this year and he got accepted to Chapman University in California in Orange Ooh, County. Thank oh. you. In Orange County. And he was supposed to be there like right now, but their numbers were continually spiking. So, and I ended up, I'm in a um, Facebook group for the parents, right? And so I ended up meeting, well, meeting like in quotes, a mother who DM'd me and we were talking and she works in the hospital and she gives, she calls people with the positive results. And she said, it's good that you kept your son there because basically the news wasn't reporting every thing. So then we see their numbers spike. And then some of those same parents, and that's why I told my husband, I'm like, are we like, should we not even be letting him go? Because, you know, they have the minds of Kelly Dodd out there. Cause I'm watching these parents in these Facebook groups because the, the dorms were, you know, campus was closed. They were moving their kids to apartments outside of campus, telling them to form small groups. And guess what happened? There was a bit of an outbreak shocking revelation also right how are you going to try to contain a bunch of young kids like they're Thank at college or away from their parents all they want to do is like make out and drink beer like the, exactly a good place to be you know quarantining and trying to like maintain social distancing and none of that will happen if you put kids together they'll find a way to hang out and it'll just spread and get worse and yep Thank God your son is, you know, home and, and healthy. Yeah. He's taking the classes online. He's supposed to go in January. I'm a, and I'm a little nervous, but I'm like, at least their numbers have going, gone down. But I said, if the parents, cause, and the parents were literally like, my, my child deserves their college experience. Well, it's not like high school. All of our kids didn't get to walk across the stage, but you will eventually be able to live on campus if you stay home. People were driving like, across the country, their kids taking them there. And then when their kids were getting sick, I'm like, what do they do in jail to drive people crazy? They put them in solitary confinement. So if your kid gets COVID and you're in New Jersey and your kid's in California, you can't get to them. They're going to be in a room by themselves for 14 days. Like, really? It's so messed up. Well, I heard the state school in New York had a situation where they were, um, there were like a ton of kids who got it. And then rather than like having all of the kids just like quarantine at the school and figure it out there. They sent them all back to their middle-aged parents. It's like, oh, <laughs> great. That's, that's exactly what you should do. Put them that back into a, other people who are potentially susceptible. That is a good point, Megan. Oh, I did. Cause I saw that and did not even think about that. Oh my God. that. <laughs> Well, speaking of other people in OC who do not believe the coronavirus is real, Lydia McLaughlin, who is just (sighs) the biggest stain on the Real Housewives of OC. And like that is saying so much considering all the pigs who have been on that show. (laughs) Pigs, that's nice. (laughs) So I had mentioned a couple weeks ago, I think it was episode 124. I don't know. And I was talking with Aaron Martin about how Lydia was getting a web series on Bravo called yes. Glitter Town, Glitter Town, where her and her mom spread love and laughter. And all they want to do is smile and brighten your day. And if you could see <laughs> me right now, you'd see like my hands moving like her. She has like 
crazy wrist, like long straight arms and like a windshield wiper wrist. Yes. Yep. That's very much her body type. And so I tried to watch the web series and how was it? Didn't take, didn't take. I couldn't, (laughs) I couldn't watch it. Like, you know, I, I like, I understand escapism. I respect it. I try to make this show an escape. We were talking about that earlier. Of course, like everybody needs to get out of like the horrific reality that we're all living in as Americans. Well, everybody in the world at this point is kind of probably struggling, but her show is like us just hanging out. We want to be silly. We don't want this to be about drama. And so there's no point to it in any way. Like I watched like the first episode and it's them being like, so what should this show be about? Like, what should we do? What? And I'm like, keep that in the pre-pro meeting. <laughs> like, <Yes. laughs> do not come on my screen with what should we do? And it's like the two of them sitting in the Plaza Hotel, like, okay, keep playing Eloise in your head. Like they're like frolicking through Central Park. Oh my God, we're gonna get, we're gonna go on a horse-drawn carriage and then we're gonna have glitter. We don't need this. Like we, no. if there is going to be escapism, it has to have a point. Like it has to have a reason. Like Bravo, you guys gave them money for this and you right. paid editors, producers, you know, graphic designer, so many people were employed for this horrific show. The only other Bravo web series was Stasi's. Yes. Oh my. <laughs> They're Bravo. You have to cut it out. Like you can't do this to us. This is not yeah. fair. And when they were saying, oh, we're and like, my mom likes to hide around a corner and throw glitter. I'm like, <laughs> words to the wise. Do not throw glitter at a woman who just got her hair done, maybe wearing contacts, may have just got her lashes done. That could turn, that could turn Potomac real, like, are you joking? It was my birthday last or two weeks ago and someone gave me a gift bag, someone I love. And then I looked at my shirt and I was like, "Ah, my shirt is covered in glitter. And she was like, I thought it was cute. And I was like, it it is a cute bag. I'm just now covered in glitter. Right. (laughs) I like glitter. I love glitter, glitter pens stickers with glitter on them but I, I need to choose the glitter in my life like I can't have unsolicited glitter right like what about those <laughs> glitter those glitter boxes that people can send I would oh. be so mad no a couple of years ago one of my dipshit friends sent me you can send like a bag of dicks and it'll give you like a little <laughs> bag of gummy dicks it's literally probably called like send a bag of dicks.com And I was like living alone at the time. And I opened this box and like, no one asked me for my address. And I like, am so like wildly insecure in certain situations where I was like, oh my God, who sent me this bag of dicks? It says eat a bag of dicks. Like, what is this? Like, what did I do? Like, oh, oh my God. I was like, yeah, I've like, you know, probably said some fucked up things. I've got some. And then I was like writing my group chat with where she was in it. And I was like, oh my God, like, look at this bag of dicks. Like, I'm so sad. I ate all the gummy dicks. Like, I don't know what happened. And then like two weeks later, she was like, dude, I forgot about even the joke. And I forgot to tell you it was me. And I was like, Oh my God. Oh my God. Sleepless nights over this bag of dicks. But if that were glitter, I'd be awake for a month. Right. Like, oh, (laughs) wait. And the fact that I ate them and I still don't know who they're from. Shame (laughs) eating gummy dicks. Just because I was like, I don't know. I don't know who could do this. Like, what did I do? What did I do? It's like my dumb friend, just like bored. (laughs) Now that could be a web series. Yeah. (laughs) Gummy dicks. (laughs) 
just sending people bags of dicks. Let's actually <laughs> write that one down. <laughs> Oh, oh my god, god but yeah funny. lydia unless you're like wearing a charlie chaplin outfit at a drag show like right feeling like god is gonna strike you down i don't want to see you and also she's like really into this QAnon vibe where yes. it's like Ugh. anti-mask stop sex trafficking all these things and it's like honey you're clearly getting your news from nobleman magazine because <laughs> right <laughs> this some of the shit you're saying obviously don't get me wrong let's try to end child sex trafficking i'm not right i'm not saying anything about that but the the background of some of the things that she supports she do, i don't think really i think she gets her information from like youtube videos yeah and not only that it's like okay what's your plan so you're getting everyone all riled up what's your plan to end uh sex trafficking she's like excuse just- me i went to a march with 18 other gorgeous tall <laughs> white women none of us wore masks we had signs that looked like we were at woodstock being like and kid slavery it's like okay cool then what did you do go back to your fucking mega mansion right. and like do nothing like <laughs> it's so ridiculous it's so performative yes. and when that was happening Obviously, a lot of these like bullshit protest. Oh, again, I say bullshit. I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. like it's not bullshit. That's <laughs> like during like the peak of the Black Lives Matter protests yes. all throughout our country, and they're trafficking them through Wayfair. And my the funniest thing is like, so you guys are protesting because Wayfair is delivering uh, a dresser and kids. However, you support someone who has those detention centers, and guess where they get the beds from. Wayfair, you got just what I need. I'm like, you're a hypocrite. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, honestly, TBH, now I'm like kind of depressed because all my office furniture is from Wayfair. No, I got my daughter a beautiful bed from Wayfair. (laughs) I was like, oh, fuck. No, And they like reached out to me and they were like, you can have a business account. So now I'm, maybe I shouldn't be exposing my scam on my show to thousands of people. Um, But I've been buying all my personal furniture through like this business account. And if you guys like Wayfair shit, sign up with a business account and you get mad discounts. I was just going to say, if you're exposing yourself, you won't be the only one standing. I'll be standing right there with you, (laughs) holding your hand, waving my Wayfair discount. My daughter's bed would have been like $800 and it was like $235. Get it, girl. So I was like, because they did the business, they sent me because uh, email a business or whatever. I'm guessing it's because of the email, but a business account. So I was saying that for the QAnoners, how are you? Because, you know, they're out there saying all these things about Wayfair. So you hate Wayfair, but you support the detention centers that get their beds from Wayfair. Okay, makes a lot of sense. (laughs) We got you. Oh, yeah, you're making tons of sense. Yeah. Well, one other thing from OC, this past weekend, there was some drama with Bronwyn Burke and her husband, Sean. Supposedly, they were yes. they have been rumored to be breaking up. She's been doing a lot of thought posts saying, <laughs> hot girl like, summer. yeah, hot girl summer. It's like, honey, this is hot girl fall. Like, we are, we are <laughs> moving seasons. Your hotness is transcending <laughs> the seasons. So... She has been posting, yeah, hot girl summer pics, thought, thought, thought. I saw a couple, like, blind items, which sometimes I believe, sometimes I don't. And then her daughter, oh, the name, Rowan. Her kids have some funky little names. Yeah. I sound like Vicky. I'm like, brown wind? (laughs) (laughs) But her daughter, Rowan, like, posted, like, a picture of herself and then wrote this 
oh, <laughs> the captain just says, fuck you, mom. <laughs> that's exactly. Megan, that's exactly how I pictured her saying it. Sorry to interrupt, but it's so yeah, funny. Mom. That's how I picture. <laughs> Clearly, I've said it before. Actually, I've never said fuck you to my mom. She literally started to cry. I wouldn't be, uh, my mom, I wouldn't be alive talking to you oh, in this wonderful yeah, no. moment right now. I'd have no teeth, like. <laughs> yeah, no, I always like remember seeing like, friends like that in high school who'd be like, fuck you, mom. Like, I don't even care. And I'd be like, what? Like, I, right. was, I called my mom when I was in seventh grade. I called her stupid. I was like, you're stupid. Get out of my face or something along those lines. And she started to cry in front of me. I was like, well, what am I going to do now? Like, right, keep right. yelling at you. You're crying. I can't even. Right. This isn't even fucking fair. I'm I'm the one who's upset, not you. <laughs> you said, "Wait, now what am I supposed to do?" Yeah, I was like, "Okay, now I'm coddling you." Uh, this did this is some reverse psychology shit. Yes. I don't like yes. this. Your mom is probably a, is a genius. That <laughs> is a good way to reverse. <laughs> You're gonna take notes. You're like, okay, yep. next just like time. okay, next up. Yep. so you know supposedly they're broken up so I guess we'll see what happens but Bronwyn is going to Salt Lake City this weekend and she's hanging out with some of the ladies from the Royal Housewives of Salt Lake City and Carrie Brittingham from Dallas so I I wonder how they are kind of friends but I was thinking I bet there's going to be some big Salt Lake City like premiere thing like I wonder how they're going to handle oh. a premiere party because usually it's a serious premiere like they need to have like right. a big thing and I feel like all these housewives are like travel's okay if you're rich travel's okay if you're rich <laughs> it's completely fine no. Megan yeah that's that is the message travel's okay if you're rich well do uh, you think that they're gonna use remember when Katie Lala uh, La and Stassi went to Utah and supposedly Katie and Lala may have had something to like or a way to introduce I think they were at, Salt like, Lake City. literally a Post Malone or Little Wayne concert like I think it was like <laughs> something so off-brand for Salt Lake City I'm like what right like okay <laughs> so I wonder if they're going to use them to introduce them but how would they use them to introduce them if Vanderpump Rules is not even on so like, yeah. what would they, how, cause normally Vanderpump rules comes like one time, didn't it come in December and then another time, like January or something. So like, yeah, not usually even... in the beginning it was coming in December and then yeah, this okay. past year, like, well, I'm like, and then this past year, I remember exactly <laughs> where I was when I found out the premiere date. Um, I think it was in January because I can't remember like what was going on, but Oh, I I had like, I'm like, I can't remember what was going on in my life, but I had like <laughs> two very important deaths in my life. Like at the end of last year. And I remember like my brother, who's like a big pump head, he like looked at me and he's like, you know, thank God Vanderpump rules didn't start when all this was going on. I was like, you're so right. <laughs> you're so right. <laughs> well, first of all, I'm sorry for the big losses, but oh, at least you had something to look forward to, right? I mean, I mean, it was kind of a subpar season, so I wouldn't necessarily you know say what? it lived you know up, what? but it was oh, something. <laughs> <laughs> you are right. Yes. Oh my God. Oh my God. Okay. Yeah. I can't wait to see, but you're right as far as, cause they're not going to be doing like, do they do that upfronts every year? They like at the beginning? Do. I wonder if they're going to do a digital one. Oh, right. Yeah, this is going to be interesting. Uh, Salt Lake City is, um, at first I was like, why are people, oh, and I'm sorry if I'm jumping ahead, but when you said Salt Lake, I thought at first when the uh, trailer came out, I was like, am I supposed to be 
excited. I don't know how I feel. I don't know if I saw anything. What's the temperature? And then reading the bios or their descriptions, I was like, whoa, what? Okay, I think I'm in. Yeah, I actually, yeah, I have an episode coming out next, next two weeks. That's like a recap of the trailer, which is just disgusting. Like there's like creepy relationships with people's grandfather. I'm like, what? Like, yes, it's like, the fuck? Even, even if you're not biological, you were married to my grandmother. And now I have a child by you and I'm married to you. Did he change your diapers? Like what? Oh my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) So yes, thinking about that. Oh my, but you know, there was a rumor. This is funny. has nothing to do with the housewives, but I guess could be like a housewife storyline. There was a rumor. This had to be like 2009. This is how long ago it was because I was still working. Of Morgan Freeman having an affair or dating his step granddaughter. So- it's now kind of hilarious and weird and creepy that we're seeing that play out on Salt Lake City. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Am I, is he Mormon? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, that's like the only excuse. Is, is that you, Morgan? Like, yeah. what? Are you Mormon? Like, <laughs> what? Yeah, yes. no. I don't, I don't fuck with any of that. Like, get those Woody Allen freaks the fuck yes. out of my life. <laughs> like, I, I can't. Like, what? You can't find another man? You go for your grandma's sloppy seconds? Oh, God. And I wonder if we're going to find out it was him because it was something to do with- Of course it was. He was creeping on her the the minute she was a a child. The the minute he could, he was probably like, wow, she's so cute. Wow, she's so cute. He probably made some creepy ass moves. The wife dies. He poisoned her. And he's like, (laughs) I'm going to get fucking sued by a bunch of really wealthy Mormons. Because we're saying allegedly- Allegedly poisoned (laughs) and killed his wife. (laughs) (laughs) But you know what? It's- did you read or did you hear? And I'm like, I, you know, how you there's so much going on in Bravo. You're like, wait, did I make that up? Was that a fever dream? But re, I thought I heard that she married him to be able to keep like the churches and like the money in the family. So I'm like ill if he used that over her head, like marry me and your family will be good. Like, ugh. Ew, grandpa's got to go like that. Like imagine being the, <laughs> kid, the kid of that dad, like. And now your mom's on TV telling people? Ew, yeah, stay in the house. That's behind (laughs) closed doors kinds of conversations. I don't need to be a part of that. I agree. 
Well, speaking of other new shows that are coming to Bravo, Bravo just recently launched a new late night series called Bravo Chat Room, which has, which is kind of like a um, panel show with Summer House's Hannah Burner, Potomac's Giselle Bryant, Below Deck star Kate Chastain, Real Housewives of Atlanta star Portia Williams. I was nervous going into it, but I just watched the first episode just before we got on and I loved it. Granted, it is potentially doing exactly what I do on said show. Um, so uh, I was watching, I was like, this is an amazing concept. <laughs> I, I wonder where I've heard of it before. That's crazy. <laughs> but I liked it. I liked it a lot. I, when I, so when I first saw it coming out, I, okay. So as far as below deck, I was always a Hannah girl and never a Kate girl. So I was like, mm, I don't know about Kate, but I'm like, well, you know, at least she's, kind of in the middle of Giselle and Portia's age, I'm thinking, or whatever. But when I saw Hannah, I was like, how is that going to work? Because it seemed like, like how Tinsley was the bridge for New York. Like you go from Tinsley, to, like Tinsley could vibe with Leah, but also have uh, ways and be kind of not bougie, but you know, like like Ramona. And yeah, she, it's like hanging out with her mom. I mean, like yes. Ramona is like, is very Dale-esque. Right. Yes. So Tinsley was our bridge. So I was wondering on this show, if we were going to have, was it going to be like a hard, like a rough stop? Like, oh, you're talking to Giselle and Portia and um, Kate. And then all of a sudden it's like, mm, Hannah comes in with something that you're like, wait, what? So I didn't think the first show was that bad, but I did, I do, I did want to feel like with those shows, I'm over what is eavesdropping on girlfriends having a conversation? So of course they're talking to the audience, but you're kind of like eavesdropping on your friends to make it feel like natural. I will say the second show was much, much better. I liked the first show, although it wasn't lost on me. Like you said, the concept is what you do. And <laughs> Sasha from the Bravo breakdown that oh, she's been I literally, doing. My jaw was on the ground when I heard that. And I was like, is Sasha like moderating? And I was like, right no of course just hijack a great idea i love to see it we love yeah. to see it i could not believe it so that was like okay but so the the second show was a bit better and i thought oh maybe they're just saying the bravo breakdown the one time and i'm like oh they're gonna be saying this like every time so i did think the second show was a lot better it was kind of weird when they had not weird but when they had hannah's mom on the second season it wasn't weird it just what was like uh, when you see it, you'll, I think you'll think it's a, it's a even better show than the premiere show. I feel like they're kind of finding their groove. And at first I thought Portia was going to moderate. Cause you know how she, she seemed to moderate the first show. Yeah. She kind of like started it. And I was like, Ooh, yay. Like let's yes. do this the whole time. And then they all kind of like came in to do segues, which I, I thought was like a creative way of doing it. Because, yeah, you don't want to make one person feel like they're clearly the Beyonce of the group. Um, <laughs> but but I did kind of get excited when I saw Portia kind of taking the lead a little bit. So when you you have to DM me and tell me what you think about the second episode, because Giselle's box was all their boxes were mixed up. So Giselle's box, which I guess now thinking about it, but it was where Portia's was. And she started the episode like, guys, welcome. Oh. Blah, blah, blah. So I was like, I wonder if they're going to do that either switch it up every week or how they're going to do that. But it was pretty, it was pretty good. And I actually have to say, people would always say, okay, oh, hilarious. And I'd be like, what? But I actually am starting to like her, even though it's only been two episodes on this show. Who cares? And Hannah was pretty good too. Yeah. I'm yeah. actually, I'm actually seeing 
Kate's sense of humor that people have like talked about. She's like funny. So she's I'm like thinking- very dry and she's not afraid to go there, which I really like. Yes. I really liked yeah. her. She was like, let's stop talking about Stassi fucking Schroeder. Get her yes. off our TV. And I liked that. Yes. And I, I know they've, I think had beef. I think like I read somewhere a little while back that they have some beef. Like Stassi was very rude to her when they yes. met somewhere. Um, but yeah, Kate, I think, was, like, a little rougher on the edges in the first episode. She is, like, a little bit, I think, someone who, like, needs to kind of grow on you. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and on the show, like, it was hard to watch because I loved her personality. I loved when she was, like, quirky and weird. Um, but then, like, a couple seasons ago when she was, like, trying to kick that girl Caroline out and was, like, blasting the music and, like, making yes. her feel so uncomfortable. And, of course, that girl was, like, cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. But, like, you're still the boss. You need to take the higher road right it just like made me feel uncomfortable like I just imagined myself like being behind the door with someone like blasting music and, and like was making me, yeah like crying inside and you know you're being filmed and all this stuff and she's snickering out there at Josiah like <laughs> like what you're doing it's like okay but like that's like very mean <laughs> right and what about when Caroline was going yes going on these Twitter uh things and saying all these things however one thing she did not lie about was they did scream herpes outside of her door because when they released that footage of them, I felt like so bad when Kate and Josiah were saying that, oh, Kate, that's why you have herpes. I was like, oh my gosh, she wasn't lying about that. And I'm surp- I was surprised that Bravo actually played that. I mean, it's like very cruel to like say that to someone. It's like, right. okay, yeah, like STDs like aren't fun and like, just like anything else, not something you want to talk about. And also people have said like horrible things about Kate, like that she drinks all night and she does yes. pain and all of these things where it's like, if she was on Captain Sandy's ship, obviously she would have been kicked off a very long time exactly. ago with the exactly. thought of cocaine. Oh my God. Right. Maritime Following her to mall. the bathroom. Leave the yeah. door open. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I'm excited for it. I'm down to keep Me watching. Too. And I was like, when Hannah was like, Giselle, your dad is hot. I agree with her, but yes. like, honey, no, no, he's in his late eighties. No, you just don't do that. Remember when she, she said, she's like, he's a zaddy. Oh yeah. Portia double down. It's like, Portia, you need a good man. Like Giselle's dad. Like that's who you should be with. He clearly speaks his mind. Like, oh my God. That was awesome. When he took the mic off, I was like, he oh. thinks he's done. And it's like, yes. oh, you got to press the off button. Megan, I was in off doesn't mean it's off. it's off. I was in my room, Megan. I was on my bed. I jumped up and screamed, no, <laughs> I literally <laughs> had a visceral reaction. I was like, no. Yeah, I... I, I appreciate that he like supported her and her choices, yeah. but I'm also glad that he's like, fuck you. This yeah. Guy yeah. Is a dirt bag. You don't need yeah. this. He's, he's because that's still, I don't care if she's 40, 50 or whatever. That's still his daughter, his baby. So like, yeah. Speaking of other dirt bags, Jackson, Brittany <laughs> from Vanderbump rule had their <sighs> gender reveal this weekend, which again, like we said last week, gender reveals are canceled. One, like by the time your kid is 18, it's probably going to be like, I don't want to be that gender anyway. So let's, <laughs> let's like move on. And the fires, all of it. You love the baby, but how many parties are we going to have for this kid? Right. I'm, I'm like, I'm like no one in my life has ever had one. I don't know why I'm like so passionately against them, but here I am. 
It's a lot. Well, the lady who created them, and I'm sorry to stop you, but she said that she wished she had never started. And <laughs> I feel like she came out and said she wished she had never did it. And a friend of mine said, the gender reveal used to be in the labor and delivery room. Hey, <laughs> surprise. You got a boy, you got a girl, whatever. I feel like that's kind of fun. Like when I have kids one day, like I feel like I would love to do that. Like that feeling of like, oh my gosh, like yeah, yeah. you don't know what you're going to get. Like it's so exciting. It's so fun. And obviously you just want to help you baby but yeah it's like oh my god it could be anything oh so you wouldn't find out you would you would want to be surprised oh yeah totally because I would like get so in my head like then I'd be like laying in bed being like me and my daughter are gonna get manicured (laughs) I don't know like it's like an adventure it's like you never know what you're gonna get yeah that that's very true and then everything is so neutral now you could buy the crib do the room and it could go for either way so Mm -hmm. I could agree to that yeah so Jax and Brittany are having a little boy. Jax posted a photo of him holding a onesie saying number one guy in the group on it, which is, yeah, hilarious considering he was like snorting 40 rails of coke before <laughs> he said that. Um, so right. let's put your child in that. It's a great memory, I guess. Great little callback. <laughs> yeah. So Tom and Ariana did not go to the gender yes. reveal party, which is not really surprising. I think they might have cut ties i can imagine how horrible the two of them were about covid stuff or the black lives matter stuff like i can't imagine what it was like behind the scenes and then also like right. the fact that she's been pregnant they've been trying to get pregnant i can imagine jack's like has just been like yeah we're just trying to have a baby like that's all yeah. they talk about and they're like tom and ariana you guys wouldn't get it like, it's like, right oh my god you're right you're right yep Ugh. Ugh. Well, did you, and did you, um, it's funny take, cause I, I'm, I know you did cause you are the news expert taking notes of who was there. I was like, mm, okay. Actually, I definitely obviously saw Randall and Lala, Stassi and Bo, which like Bo is like, I'm going to tell their sons to not hit on our daughter. I'm like, you need to move states so that your kids don't know each other. If you really want to not have any Jackson, Brittany spawn rubbing right. off on your kid. And like, also like that goes for Jackson, Brittany towards you guys too. Like it, it should be like, <laughs> like both of you, all of you guys should not be friends anymore. <laughs> like at this right, point, it's like, goodbye. Are you done? Like you've all fucked each other. Like that's so weird. Like, ugh. right. And it's like, and you're all friends. Like, okay, that's Oof. nice. Were Tom and Ariana, not Tom and Ariana, were Schwartz and Katie there? Oh, you know what? That is, because I haven't heard them mentioned. I have heard uh, about why Sheena wasn't there, which is like really sad. Ooh. And um, Lala said in People Magazine that, um, yeah, they, she had a pregnancy pact. So that's why they're all pregnant. Creepy. Like that's weird to me. Exactly. Like it was like, okay, wow. She said that I looked it up real quick because I knew I saw it. She said that she yanked out her IUD to honor her Vanderpump Rules cast baby pack. <laughs> like, honey, honey. Yeah. I don't like that. I don't like that. <laughs> it's just all I, I want that. Can you make that a part of your merch? I don't like that. <laughs> I don't like Yes, I absolutely can. Right. I love that. I, just I don't, don't like, like that. that. I just don't like that. Like, I I get it. Like, you want to have pregnancies with your friends. But. Oh God. Yeah. Oh God. Maybe just I was like, like the same. 
that's so creepy i don't know I, the whole thing just creeps me out but we have also one just katie hasn't posted anything on her instagram outside of like podcast promo stuff so i wow, wonder how okay. she's kind of been doing with all of this and was like a selfie of her like a bucket hat which like very <laughs> thank you so much for that content we really appreciate it i haven't been following katie's podcast because i do draw the line <laughs> um, but even though as i'm about to say that i'm about to actually stoop even lower dana from vanderpump rules one season uh, later, has yeah has a podcast and yeah i listened how was it it was just another reminder to me to hopefully listeners that hosting is a skill you can't just be like, just because you're yes. funny, like at a bar with your friends, having a couple cocktails doesn't mean you can like host a show that is engaging and has a point. Yes. I listened to the one with Ariana. She was like, oh my God. So like you grew up in Florida, right? She's like, yeah, you grew up in Florida. And she's like, okay. So like, were you near alligators and stuff like in swamps? And I was like, yeah, there's like a lot of that. It's Florida. And then like two of them just like went on this like eight minute tangent about alligators. I'm like, where are we going with this lady? It's like, <laughs> what is the point? And and then at that point I was like, I gotta stop. Like I, I can't. Right. I can't do this. So you so you couldn't even finish it all. No, I think I lasted like probably eight minutes. <laughs> like oh game. my like, gosh, whopping eight. That is, uh, I guess how you said you draw the line with Katie. I think I might have to draw the line with that because I felt like Dana, <laughs> Dana was even more monotone than Katie. Oh, yeah. And I don't even know if that, even when, to me, it was like, Katie doesn't try to go up an octave. She's just, is at the same place. It would seem like Dana was trying to go up in octaves and just still, it was like almost painful to watch. Yeah. I just couldn't. Yeah. yeah. No. And I, you know, I like, liked her on the show. I liked that she was really open. I liked that she was funny and she was actually like a comedian who made me giggle rather than like Rachel right. O'Brien, who's like, I'm a comedian. I'm like, you're hot and happened to show up at an open mic once. Like, that's it. Like, that is it. You're just not funny to me. Maybe just to me. Maybe I'm being rude. Um, shocking. But, <laughs> but I liked her. And so I was like, actually like, oh, I wonder if this will be good. But it definitely didn't really hit the mark. And then that reminded me of when Ariana had a podcast like five years yes. ago. Do you remember yes. that? With that I girl? never listened, but I remember. Yes, I remembered it Meredith, because of. Yes, that was her name because there was a Twitter argument with Stassi and Ariana <laughs> over Twitter. And, uh, and uh, Stassi, Ariana said something to Stassi, I think called her out for said something racially insensitive again gender reveal surprise no and um <laughs> she and Stasi fired back with something like you and your failed podcast I was like Ooh. again podcasts have to have a point yes anybody can buy a microphone and start a show but if you don't have a point and people aren't listening then what the fuck is the point like I my first show I ever did I did it for two years on and off like two and a half years 15 people would listen and I'd be like this was so awesome I only did hours of work for it <laughs> right. no one listened and at a certain point I'm like all right you gotta cut bait clearly you've got a passion for it so now you have to fine-tune what this show is actually going to be about Egg, yep. and now I'm here but oh my god today is actually 
my two-year podcasting anniversary. What happy anniversary, wow. Megan. That is Thank awesome. You. Oh my gosh, that's crazy that I'm realizing it on air. How kismet. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> on such and a great I'm, show, too. I was gonna say, and I'm honored to be a part of the two-year anniversary. Yes, episode 127 news episodes. That's fucking crazy. Wow. When you're doing an amazing job. You're doing amazing, sweetie. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> well. Unfortunately, all this podcast talk came up because Stassi is starting her podcast again. Uh, yeah. Uh, okay. So it's, conf- I saw a picture of her um, and someone said, it was on Instagram and someone said, is she, I think she's starting a podcast again or getting another show. And I never went back in my, I don't think my heart could go on like Celine Dion said. So I don't <laughs> think, I didn't know for sure. So it, she is coming back with a podcast. Yeah, it seems like she confirmed it on Instagram. And I would put about $5,000 on it that it's going to be like, Stassi and Bo, pregnancy journey. Like, yes. as if like anybody wants to hear the two of them talk. Like, he was the reason her podcast failed. Years ago, I really liked her show. I was really yeah. into Stassi. I liked her guests. She had Rachel So on. She had like people in the fashion industry and writers and like really interesting people. And they actually had genuine conversations. And the moment she met Bo, she quit the show. She stopped. She started phoning it in. Bo was yes. the guest every week. It was just Vanderpump Rules people. And it's like, okay, yeah. How many times can you and Kristen talk about going to eat Mexican food? Like, okay. Like, that just gets a little boring. And I, yeah, yeah. It hurt my feet. Like, it hurt my feelings. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> and it broke my heart. But it did. It was, it was upsetting as a listener to realize, wow, like, you get into a relationship and you ditch all of your career plans for this man. And, and I see it happen constantly. And even like with my own thing, I'm like, I do this fucking twice a week. Like I do a lot of work outside of my normal job and it does play a role. It does hurt my dating situation because it's like, Hey, would love to hang with you. But I also have two hours of work tonight where I talk right. about Bravo, you know? So I understand where like that comes into play, but also to find a partner who like supports that and is like, you do your thing. I'll be in the other room. That's what you want rather than someone being like, oh, you can't find a guest again. I guess I'll come on. Really? Right. And, and, and it, the whole timber of this, cause I remember like I would quit, st- you know, go back, quit. And mm-hmm. I had stopped following after she, I still, even though I'm ashamed to say it, like after the whole, the Oscar so white, I had still kind of listened and I'm like, why are you still listening to this? But I, it's like, I love podcasts knowing that I wasn't enjoying it, hoping maybe for a good one. And cause like you said, she started phoning it in and it just got so like whenever I would see his name and cause like I said, I would go back and forth. And then finally I was like, I'm just like done. I, I can't do this. Yeah, no, I, at a start, I can't remember what was my final straw. I think it was just really when like guests just started being like, oh, we're going to have Rachel O'Brien on again. Great. It's, right. Let's- and talk about what you guys, we can tell your friendship is kind of <laughs> taking a dip anyway. Like you could just, so it's like, okay. Great. Can't wait to hear all about it. I would really like to know why they stopped becoming friends, like the truth of it all. I mean, I think they had like that one event. I feel like they were all on a boat. Um, and it was like Kristen, Rachel, Stassi, someone else. I can't remember. And Annabelle. Were, yeah. 
I think like whatever happened on that boat, whatever happened on that boat, it's a bigger surprise than like, what's his name? Christopher Walken and Natalie Wood. What <laughs> happened on that boat? No, I don't yes. know what happened on this boat in Los Angeles. What right. Happened? Cause everybody's been tight lipped. Like not even like the other person that was on the boat never spilled. So like they, every, everyone's been really tight lipped about that. Yeah, I'm going to do some sleuthing. That'll Please do my, and my, report uh, back. Thing for tonight. <laughs> well, I eat dinner <laughs> and stalk strangers on the internet. And you have to watch Roni's Secrets Revealed too. Yeah, that's definitely a must. That's for sure going to happen. And then one more thing from Vanderpump Rules Land. So we had this little tip between Lala and Sheena. So Sheena was yeah. saying on her podcast, which again, you guys, I'm listening to other people's podcasts. I am working hard for these episodes, <laughs> aka I'm really trying to, but it doesn't always happen. So she was saying on her podcast with Brock on the show as a guest, which again, like is very much a mirroring the Stassi and Bo situation. Brock is basically her fucking permanent co-host. Megan? Oh, I can hear okay, you. Now. I got you. I can okay, hear you. Cool. Okay. I was like, no, I was no. so in, I was listening. I'm like, no, what, what, what? <laughs> so Sheena was on her podcast and was saying with Brock about their situation with the miscarriage and how they both kind of handled it differently. So Sheena was saying that like she was very upset with Brock and how he handled it she calls him and is like hey I had the miscarriage whatever he had like been gone for he was up in Santa Monica or something working she was in Palm Springs so they're a couple hours away so he didn't come home back to Palm Springs and I they found out he had a miscarriage which like I don't know what his job is take a sick day I, I, there's just like time and a place you should probably be there for your partner anyways so he didn't go the first night and then the second night he was like, okay, cool. I'm going to come over after work, but let me play nine holes of golf first. And so she has to have dinner by herself and she's sitting up at the house alone. Like, of course she's like devastated and he wants the potential father of her child near her. Right. So she knew Lala was in Palm Springs. And so she calls Lala and she's like, Hey, can you hang out? Like, I really like need to be with someone. I just want to talk I I really need to talk and she was like oh sorry I'm going to dinner with Machine Gun Kelly and Megan Fox and Rand (laughs) do you want to come with us and Sheena's like absolutely not I just had a miscarriage yesterday my boyfriend's not in town and I just want to like stay at home and she was like yeah she wasn't there for me blah 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 and she was like you said if I needed anything you'd be there for me Mm -hmm. so then Lala came into the picture with some Instagram comments saying, anybody wondering about my thoughts on Sheena, quote unquote, dragging me? I'm not tripping too hard. <laughs> Anytime, like, like. I know, just, I know. I feel I, like I'm like forced to do like this my affect, voice. Like, like, yeah. Lauren from Utah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, I'm going to pop you. Like, okay, I'm going <laughs> to pop Sheena. <laughs> she says, in her mind, that's how it happened. She would rather focus on me not being there for her than the fact that her man said he was working, turned his phone off, and went golfing that day. Weird how it was just glazed over. This is why her relationships are always a train wreck that make epic TV. She's reality TV gold. She just claims it shows celebrities over her. Girl, weren't you just capitalizing off begging John Mayer? True. She has a way <laughs> of making everything about her, but I've accepted that and found enduring parts of it. She has an idea how everyone, blah, 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 blah. Nothing else juicy or fun. She did address what happened with Brock. Yes. And yes. he did acknowledge I dealt with it poorly. Yes. And like we yep. handle grief in different ways. And like, he's like, I needed to unwind. And like, I could see his side of it. Me, but I'm yeah. also like a woman. And, and I'm like, if I had a fucking miscarriage and my husband was you, two hours away. You better be here. 
honey, you get in the HOV lane with no passenger and like you get here. Right. You do what you need to do to get here. It's just, so I understand, but Lala's also a piece of shit star fucker. So for her, for her to even put that, it's like the one girl that came out and had your back. How dare you? It's not you know, when, when she first started working there and no one wanted to be your friend, the same people you made this pregnancy pact with, well, one, you know, it's like, come on. She's just trash. I'm just like, fuck you, Lala. Like, and of course, like, regardless of like your friendship with her and how you feel about her, she had a miscarriage and you are happily right. pregnant. Like, right. you need to see that your friend is struggling, like period, end of story. And I felt it was like very selfish and I don't know. I'll be there for you, Sheena. <laughs> oh, by the way, I can't come though. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Just kidding. I have dinner with um, Andy Cohen and uh, <laughs> Teresa Juche. Sorry. Those are and my Lisa, celebrities. <laughs> and Lisa Vanderpump serving dinner. Like, you yeah. know. <laughs> We're actually going to pump. Oh my God. Sorry. Oh my gosh. Invite. That's hilarious. It's so weird. Well, to finish up today's very great episode, the two-year anniversary episode. We have to talk a little bit about the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. So Kyle oh. Richards on the Secrets Revealed episode of the this latest season of Beverly Hills. So Kyle went onto Instagram and saw a picture <laughs> that Diane Keaton posted on Instagram with a woman who had really long black nails and a million different rings. And Diane just thought it was like cool and said like, oh, I saw this psychic in Santa Monica, wherever they were. And I really liked this. And so Kyle ends up seeing it sees one of the rings that she believes is her mother's ring. And if you guys don't remember, a couple of years ago, Kyle's house got robbed thanks to Eddie's, um, Teddy's husband's security (laughs) system. (laughs) So not shocking at all. So she got robbed and lost all of her purses and all her jewelry. So Kyle then assumes that the ring on this woman's pinky finger is her mother's ring. So her and Teddy, investigator Teddy, decide to oh go on a witch hunt, which I like, when I saw this, I was like, this is basically like Kristen and Stassi in 15 years, but like, <laughs> let like they were more racially motivated towards like their witch hunt against Faith. But I was like, this is the same shit. Two fucking idiots talking out of their ass, like slandering someone's character. Oh, now she's a thief? And like, oh. And, and- Wait a minute. The fact, the fact that you said Kristen and Stassi, because, you know, what did Stassi say? You know, we thought we were like solving a crime or solving a, mur- yeah. a mystery or something like that. Like, whatever. A mystery. Like, go. That was such a, that's why detectives, such a good reference. <laughs> detectives have badges for that. Like, <laughs> you don't need to try. Like, you really don't need to try. So fast forward. This girl on TikTok sees this and she's the granddaughter of Diana French, who's the lady with the rings. And she came forward and was like, um, excuse me, that is my grandma's ring. And I loved this TikTok more than life itself. She started zooming in on pictures of her grandma wearing the ring. And she was like, this is my grandma at my fifth grade graduation. And this is my grandma 27 years ago, whatever. So she basically (laughs) proved that like, no, Kyle, this woman didn't tiptoe into your house with like a black sack and take your ring like (laughs) like like you can't just like go accuse people of things of theft of diamonds like and Megan I thought that it must have been a -a one-of-a-kind because if it was a -a one-of-a-kind I could almost see her saying oh my gosh that's my grandmother's ring it's it's one of a kind 
it's a ring that they sell to more than one person. <laughs> that again, you just blatantly said on a national TV show. I'm so glad that the granddaughter stepped forward. <laughs> Same. Like, uh, anyway, Kyle, if you have any more questions. <laughs> yeah. And all of, also like this lady, Diana French, is now doing exclusives with ETV. Yes. Like I saw her and like a reporter doing a six foot socially distanced outdoor conversation. And she was like, when did you get the ring? And she's like, 27 years ago, I got, and I'm like, what am I? Right. Why? What, right. Like, what has this come to? This Why is what do we're I doing. give a shit? <laughs> well, I'm <laughs> taking notes on this. <laughs> The fact that, and did you see, she said that she deserves an apology from Kyle and Diane Keaton. Like, wait, <laughs> Diane Keaton just posted the picture. Like, well, Diane what? Keaton called her a psychic on, on the promenade. Oh, that's like, right. I've been a pharmacist for 50 years. <laughs> right. They both start with P, but like, Diane, how much weed are you smoking? You know what's crazy? Now that you say that, that is, it's funny. Now I want to investigate that. Like, did you not want people to know you went to a pharmacy for something? Like, what? Uh, yeah. What? Mauricio at the agency sold a house. Like, someone at the agency sold a house to Diane Keaton. So they were able to easily contact her. Right. And they, get they her had to throw that in there. Yeah. It's, oh, God. It's like, yeah. We'll I do it. believe Lisa Vanderpump when she said Kyle makes friendship because she wants the listing. She said that like mm-hmm. twice and got the listing on the houses that she said that. Yeah. And Dorit just sold her house through the agency as did Teddy. So it's like, oh, wow, crazy. crazy. Right. Who would have thought? Right. Mm-hmm. Well, just to end the show on a very interesting note, we have Brandy Glanville, who <gasps> has been a dumpster fire for the last couple of years, unfortunately. And she ended up having Dandy Cohen on, I just called him Dandy Cohen. Oh my God. Daddy Cohen. <laughs> daddy Cohen. Dandy, he's a dandy daddy. <laughs> yeah. So Brandy had Andy on Brandy had Andy on the podcast and they were talking about a bunch of different things. One thing that kind of slipped through the cracks was Andy was saying he's writing a book with Dave Quinn from People magazine. And then Brandy was like, oh, can we talk about that? And he's like, no, I shouldn't say anything. So I wondered about that. I wonder what that book is about and why he would want Dave Quinn to help him write it he does he's like the lead housewives writer there and has been I guess on this show and was a total angel that was interesting but Brandy also said she was dating a Mormon guy so I'm like she literally will do anything Uh, to fuck her way onto the Raw Housewives of Salt Lake City like whose husband is she fucking on that cast like she just wants to be a housewife in whatever it takes oh my that is in Okay, if she shows up, I'm officially <laughs> off of Bravo. Yeah, I would have to quit the podcast. Two years, two years too many. Like, no. It's like, up oh, on my second year anniversary. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Taria, we are done. <laughs> did you see the, um, I think, wait, did you, did you already talk about the, um, I'm trying to think on your podcast. I listen to so many. And by the way, I get so excited when I see that it's a new episode you post. I'm like, yes. But um, the the Brandy Glanville video of her son. Oh, that's what we were leading into. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm no, like, please, oh please. Oh my god. So yeah, she like went on Instagram, and he basically did the same thing on her podcast as well, where he was like, "Please give my mom back a job Ugh. so we can move out of this place. You guys have taken advantage of her too much. It's like." Your kid is a teenager. He's yes. going through puberty. I hear sounds in his voice and he's like, a man. like, <laughs> like I, I do not need to hear this like 
charity case situation happening. What are your thoughts on that? (laughs) I thought that that was so horrible and glad that Eddie did not agree. Uh, Remember when Eddie said they couldn't be on the show because who knows how she would have used them. Mm -hmm. Um, The fact I just thought it was as Heather Dubrow would say, low brow and low base. And your son should not know. It's one thing to keep it real with your kids, but it's, you're also as a job, your, your job as a parent is to protect or shield them from certain things. So to have your son begging for a job back, saying that Bravo took advantage of you when you willingly gave Bravo the information was so just, I felt bad for her son, actually. I really did. I did too. It was like a total cry for help. And on yeah. the podcast, they said, Eddie's letting them go on the show now. What? I know. Which I'm like, no, I hope he wasn't like, whatever. Brandy really needs a job. And the only way she'll become a full-time housewife is if the kids are there. Which like, honey, no, that is not- We don't want to see them. That is not the saving grace for you. Yes, your kids are adorable and probably nice boys. But that is not what's going to get you anywhere near the show again. Yeah, as what was her name, Jane from the comeback? I don't want to see that. Yeah. I don't want to <laughs> yeah. see that. Exactly. I, 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 no, your ship has sailed, honey. Love you, mean it, but this, <laughs> right. is, this is not going to work for you. Like it's it's it just it, and if she comes back, I feel like remember when she was dancing that night at Kyle's party and got wild, and I was like, so I wasn't even embarrassed for her. I, I was kind of like disgusted, like when she fell. I was like, Ugh. that is Brandy. Glanville. I know like at a certain point don't you stop partying like right like you're on television you're falling all over the place you weren't even invited what are you doing like yes, aren't you yes. embarrassed like in any way shape or form and and even like the kid said at one point he's talking to Andy directly he's like if Brandy comes back onto the show maybe she can clean up her image a little this will be a good a, a time like a this will be a good way for her to clean up her image and Randy goes I don't need to clean up my image and he's like no mom I didn't mean it like that like I just meant like oh people will gosh. see a different side of you and I'm like oh my god and then he said sweet stuff he's like Brandy my mom's the best woman I know and does it I'm like of course well you're her son of course hopefully feel and, way, and because but. she's the best woman you know you might not want her on the housewives yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> maybe you don't want to get back into this rodeo <laughs> right um, if if they bring her back I feel like th- they are really scraping the bottom of the barrel I mean let's just see Bravo has been known to do some horrific things especially now right. that like Denise is gone Teddy's gone they're gonna have to do some nice little shakeup. yes they're gonna have to go all in to find someone see what, <laughs> yeah. see what I did there no <laughs> <laughs> I loved that well that actually brings us to the end of today's episode thank you so much for coming on this was such a blast it, it, it's always good when if i go over an hour listeners that's a sign that i'm actually having fun <laughs> oh say that again megan you faded out oh. and i was like no come back to me <laughs> i said if the show is under 40 minutes you know i'm doing it with a gun to my you head, to my head. <laughs> <laughs> i love that i thank you so much for having me um thank you to your listeners for listening to me i Really, truly uh, love listening to you. And it was such a pleasure. I think I laughed the entire time. So I'm sorry to your listeners' eardrums, um, <laughs> but you were funny. So <laughs> I couldn't help but laugh. Well, where can people find you, follow you, and listen to your two amazing podcasts? I don't know how you can end up doing two of them. That would be a full time. I'm job. going to get it, would, 
I could tell you if I was actually doing that. I have not posted on my other one since August 4th. And I literally have an episode sitting and waiting. Um, like it should have been out August 4th, but, or the next week. So I'm, I've got to get back into that and manage time better. But um, you can't, the podcast uh, can be found on Apple, iTunes or anywhere. Uh, podcast, I was going to say podcast can be sold. Oh my God. Anywhere <laughs> podcasts can be found. One is Tales from a Butterfly. The other is We Go Podcast. Uh, what else is going on podcast? You can find me on Instagram. I spend a lot of time on the We Go um, Instagram. So it's W-E-I-G-O Podcast. It's the acronym for what else is going on. W-E-I-G-O Podcast. On Twitter, I'm at T as in Tom, S like Sam, F-A-I-S-O-N. And yeah, like I said, you can find the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, um, Stitcher, anywhere you can find them. And a uh, fun fact, if you click the link in my bio on the WeGo at WeGo podcast, if you have an Apple phone, it'll take you to iTunes. And if you have an Android phone, it'll take you to a platform where you can listen on, you know, Android compatible. Huh. I have to look at that because I've always wondered. I, I didn't realize. Oh, the, I'll send you I'm, some. Info. I'm such a nerd. I'm like, <laughs> I really I never knew so... like people with Androids didn't have access to Apple Podcasts. I know. <laughs> I, and then it's like, oh, well, let me help you find. And then by that time, they're like, oh, forget it. I'll subscribe later. And then, you know, they're not going to. So it's like, I'll fix that. Here's a link for you. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll send you the info on that. What company I went through. Yes, please do. Well, this was such a pleasure. I'm so excited to talk with you again on Monday. Thank fun. you. I'm excited. I will talk to you then. Have Listen, you are a busy, busy woman. Try to get some rest and have a great weekend. <laughs> Thank you so much. Have a good one. We'll talk soon. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quinn's is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 